Welcome to Spirit School. I'm your mentor, Danielle Serenk, also known as the Squamish Medium. In this podcast, I share honestly all I have learned about the mediumship and spiritual development journey. My intention is to normalize these conversations, to make way for a more confident, clear, and connected wave of lightworkers, serving the world of spirit with an open and joyful soul. Welcome again to Spirit School. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Spirit School. And hello, everyone, and welcome to From Hoping to Having with me, Julie Poole, and the lovely Danielle Sarang. This is very exciting. We are doing in the podcast sphere what is called a crossover podcast episode. So this will be airing on both my podcast and Spirit School, my YouTube channel, and Julie's podcast and her YouTube channel. How are you feeling about that, Julie? How's your podcast going? It's it's going quite well, actually. I mean, we are six months in now and um, yeah, getting a fair few amount of views every week, uh, listeners and watchers. My podcast goes live on a Friday on podcast platforms and then it's repeated on my YouTube channel on um, Sunday, two days later. And it's growing and building. It's different from what I normally do because my normal YouTube channel is meditation and healings and stuff and so and tarot readings and uh, weekly and monthly tarots so doing the podcast is a different kind of emphasis so it's gradually building momentum people tend to come on and watch me looking for the tarot and I'm talking about something that's mind body spirit not tarot they're kind of "Eh, I wanted the tarot so some of them will go and some of them will stay Um, and those that are staying to watch the video they are growing every month so that's nice That is nice. And I think that you've already had some pretty incredible invites to other podcasts, haven't you? (laughs) I have. Yes, I was blessed to be on Alex Ferrari's show, Next Level Soul. I was on there a few weeks back. That's going to be airing in about uh, three weeks or so. End of July, early August, that will be airing. And on that show, um, I was talking about my spiritual journey and um, Alex loves channelers and asked me do I channel I suggest I do I channel Eli can we talk to Eli I was like okay then um so I literally just tuned in there and then and Eli came through and it was a very interesting hour because Alex asked an awful lot of questions that I did not have the answers to I was like I don't know this um and Eli just took over and was answering all these um quite high level questions about the universe and the way everything works and all sorts. I don't remember much. In fact, I don't remember any of the channeled stuff I never do. Um, I do recall there was one point where he asked a question, which even Eli said, I don't know this. Just a moment. And off they went higher to a higher realm and dimension where they could get that information and bring it back and bring it through. So when I watch it, when it goes live, it'll be like I'm watching it for the first time because I don't remember what was said. But very blessed to be on Alex's show because I've watched his growth over the last few months. He's gone from when I approached him back in March, I think it was to say, I would love to be a guest on your show. He was about the same size as my YouTube channel about 100,000, 115,000. Um, and he's now 375,000 just in three months. I mean, he's, his trajectory is whoosh, but wow. he is such a beautiful soul. And what he's doing is such um, bringing the light and the information to people. But also he has um, some incredible guests. He had Neil Donald Walsh on and I managed to get him on my show. For those of you who don't know who Neil Donald Walsh is, he wrote Conversations with God and 40 other books. And he is kind of what I view as the expert in, in all things spiritual and universal God related. So he had him. He's also had Guy Pierce on, A-list Hollywood people and Eva Langoni, you know, A-list Hollywood people. But his show predominantly is channelers and anything that's about the next level soul, next next level of growth spiritually in terms of that. And it was a wonderful experience. I loved it. Yeah, that's what I love about the podcast world. I mean, when I first launched my podcast a couple of years ago, I remember asking some of the biggest names in mediumship. I'm like, will you come on my podcast? And they all said yes. And I was like, what? (laughs) And I love how close knit the podcasting community can be. So I loved hearing that you got 
your like mentor, like somebody that you admire in the spiritual space, um, to be on their podcast, them to come on yours. Do you mind if I ask a few questions about Eli and channeling? Cause I'm just dead curious about a couple of things. And I think your audience, my audience will be as well. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Okay. So I am huge on spirit guides. Um, I've been aware of my guide for a very, very long time and I I'm still up in the air of like, I channel because I've seen you channel versus when you're doing your intuition. So before we go into Eli, what do you feel is the difference experience that you have between when you're doing your telescopes and you're, they're so accurate. I mean, I share them with everyone every single month. I'm like the Virgo is dang accurate every single time. So you're clearly very intuitive when you're pulling these cards and doing these telescopes. but then what's the difference that you experience when you're in that channel state with Eli coming through? All right. So when I'm doing tarot or I'm doing any readings and actually when, with my healing sessions as well, I'm completely tuned in and I'm predominantly tuned into my intuition, my higher self and my spiritual team. Now, Eli is a little bit different from that. Eli is all of those, but some also higher level beings of light that kind of come in and join in. So my spiritual team is made up of there's a couple of loved ones and there are I have five angels in there I have seven guides in there um, and that's my general team but when I'm channeling um, this information is coming from what I can sense is a much higher level so when I asked a um, couple of years ago um, you know can I have a name you know like Esther Hicks is Abraham and you know various people have got what's the name and they said what's in a name? And I said, well, it just helps, you know, it just helps. I mean, I, you know, I, I just tune in and, you know, well, that's what I get. But when I'm channeling, I can feel it's a different energy. Is there a particular um, entity that I am channeling? I know sometimes I'm tapping into Patar, Thoth. Um, sometimes I'm talking directly with, with source. I mean, who am I channeling here? And they said, you can call us Eli. And I said, so that's your name. And they said, no, that's not our name. That's our collective energy. And ELI is an acronym and it stands for Empowering Loving Information. There are many channelers who were very much attached to one particular entity like Abraham for Exeter Hicks and um, so many that, I, you know, I watch a few of them. But the way that I channel, probably because I've been doing it a long time, I don't know, um, that I can tap into different energies. And so there isn't one particular one. It's it's about the energy of the time. And so the energies come down. So sometimes I'm in Palladian energy and sometimes I'm in, you know, Aceris energy. And it's just different energies that come through. So they kind of have formed a collective um, energetic field, if you like, that comes down and around. Um, and as I said there, when Alex asked me a question, Eli said, we don't know this one, just a moment, and kind of went to a higher level or a different dimension and brought somebody else in. So I feel the energy around me very differently when I'm channeling. I'm still present. I'm aware of it. I channel with my eyes open. And um, generally, I'm look. My eyes are open, but I'm not seeing. It's very strange. Okay, so I'm aware. I'm in front of me is the screen, and I can see myself on the screen. But I'm just in this different zone. I'm not really aware of what is is kind of going on. Um, but I can, and they're not in me. They don't come into my energy. I feel that they are around, if you like, my higher self. So, you know, the way I describe it when I'm teaching is that your higher self is about a foot above your head, uh, about half a meter, if you like, above your head. And that makes up your spiritual team and your energetic field. And then higher beings of light can come in and around that. And I'm just aware that the energy is bigger and around me. Um, but some channelers, trance channelers, the energy will come inside you. It's happened to me on a few occasions, particularly if I'm channeling Patar, my eyes will close and I can feel Patar's energy within me. That happened at Circle last um, two weeks ago um, when I was doing a, a group meditation of connection and healing and Patar came in and my eyes were closed and it was a different energy. But on the whole, when I'm channeling Eli, my eyes are open, I can walk around. I can interact, but I'm, it's not coming from me, it's coming through me. Mm -hmm. So the information um, is, 
is not mine you know so sometimes they will say to me you can answer this bit you know this bit um if it's about anything to do with the subconscious or um psychology i have a lot of knowledge in that but if it's above my awareness and my knowledge i just say to them i don't know this and then they will give me the answers so it's a kind of collaboration a team thing between me and them um that's the way it tends to work but when i'm doing tarot um my eyes are open i'm very conscious but they're giving me the information. Um, and it's I when I watch other tarot readers, like particularly like Chris Reck, uh, Minopont, who I, I think is amazing. There's a few I, I like and follow. And they will say, oh, Taurus had this or so-and-so had this, or I told you that before. And I think, how do you know this? Because I don't remember. Once I've given a reading, I don't remember. I don't know what I said for Virgo last week. I can't remember what I said about any sign. It comes through me and it's gone. And it's part of letting go of the energy and allowing the flow. You allow it to come through and you let go. None of it is retained within my consciousness or my memory. Otherwise, I just get overloaded. I've done over 5,000 readings just in the last few years. So you think if I try to retain all that, my head would explode. <laughs> I often say that my memory is shockingly short. And I was like, that actually serves me very well in my spirit work. <laughs> it really does. Absolutely, yeah. I love that. Thank you for explaining all that. And I'm curious about um, the origins of Eli coming into your awareness. Like you, you clearly know who your spirit team is. And as you were talking about yours, I was like, yeah, like I know who mine is too. I have my grandma, my elder in spirit, my three main guides that I experienced, a couple angels without a doubt that I just see like his light. Um, but I'm kind of curious. I'm like, do you have a collective name? <laughs> but when you first started channeling and the discovering them, like what was the development path like for you with that? Was it just something that was like spontaneous? Was it something that you kind of efforted towards? Did you have to like overcome like limiting beliefs to be able to be that really clear channel? Um, just kind of curious about those, those early channeling days. Uh, the first um, time I saw my guides, I was uh, about 18 or 19. So I'd been aware of them since I was 77 and I'd been talking. Yeah, talking with, um, well, not so much guides at seven or eight. Um, I, I had a good relationship with Jesus. That was the first sort of person I saw. I saw him very clearly sat next to me and we would have chats all the way through my teens. And I moved more towards the spiritual side around about 16, 17. And that's when I started hearing about guides and angels. Until that point, my relationship with spirituality with Jesus and God in a very non-religious way, in, in a very um, loving, um, connected, part of way. Um, so when I started hearing about guides, um, uh, I just opened up, like, have I got guides? And I got, yes, of course you have. And you've got angels and a guardian angel. I'm like, oh, okay, good to know. Um, I was about, I suppose, maybe 19. I was in crisis um I had a very it was my first relationship um I have a son from that relationship I was living with him uh we were married and we were both dysfunctional teenagers from very dysfunctional backgrounds we were both trauma kids and we were a nightmare and we'd had a terrible fight and um it had been hairy scary and, and not very nice at all and I remember he had gone to bed and I was sat in the lounge crying um, and asking for help. And that was the first time I actually saw my guide. And he was stood in front of me, absolutely clear as day. And he said, I am here. I am with you. You're not alone. Um, and he gave me his name. He was um, what in the day. And I hope and pray this doesn't offend. But back in the day, and we're talking about 1980, 81, something like that. To me, he was a Native American Indian guide and he was called um, Running River and he is with me. And I saw him. He, he didn't have a big headdress on. He had a couple of feathers and he trained me over the next 10 years or so about shamanism and about the earth and about the four winds and the directions. And I was this was all about that. And um and probably about 20 years on, um, he brought in White Eagle, who I didn't know who that was. Um, and I actually went to uh, Mark, um, who was my spiritual teacher at the time. And I said, apparently I've got a new guide. 
Um, and he's got these white feathers that come all the way, this huge headdress that comes all the way down to the floor. He's very powerful and he's called White Eagle. And Mark kind of went, what, the White Eagle? And I said, I don't know, who's White Eagle? And uh, so he he tuned in and got it for me. And I worked with White Eagle for about four years. And then I was handed over to angels. Um, and the heart, um, you know, my other guy said, we're going now, bye-bye. And I was like, you can't leave me now. You know, I was about 40 and you can't go now. But they did. And angels took over and said to me that I was in a different vibration now, that um, the shamanic um, the shamanic energy was very earthly and grounded. And because of my previous traumas, I needed that grounding to feel safe and secure. It was it was building up my root chakra, strengthening me. Um, and now that I moved through that into the higher chakras, that now I was tapping in with the angelic realms. And um, a few years later, about five years on from that, that's when I first channeled. So I'd been teaching spiritual classes since about 40, and it was about um, 2012. Um, so, you know, maybe around coming to the age of 50 was the first time during Circle I did trance channeling. Um, and I felt the energy actually come inside me. I couldn't have moved if I'd have tried. Um, and my eyes did open. And the people in the circle said to me, it wasn't my eyes, that, that, that it was something completely different. It was pure love shining out of my eyes and the mm -hmm. energy that came through. And that was from Thoth, um, which is part of the Egyptian um, kind of gods, if you like. And I've channeled Thoth only a handful of times, but whenever he comes through, comes into my energy trance channeling but Eli doesn't Eli sort of ste steps to one side it's like I'm here and they're there and they talk through me and I'm just taking dictation if you like I'm just saying the words they're giving me to say um and it's it's quite different um and I'm, I'm more present so my eyes are open and you know it's me in here but they're telling me what to say does that make sense mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, and I'm, I think we're, cause you and me talk a lot now <laughs> we've become really good friends. And yeah. even yesterday I was saying to you, I was like, God, I can't believe how many similarities we continue to come across on our path. And I had a very similar experience with a toxic relationship, both coming from trauma places at 17 years old, um, a lot of drugs involved, a lot of like scary things. And um, I remember waking up one night and coming out and there was a book in the living room and it was Sylvia Brown's the other side and back. And I read that in one sitting my whole life changed. I fled that relationship completely. Um, I found myself on the spiritual path. Like it was really like this awakening and that happened at 17 as well. Like just so many similarities and the guides came through, um, when I was seven and not again until I was 31. Um, and then, yeah, that trance, I know I can feel that difference. Cause I did go through a couple trance experiences where I felt spirit come in and then they, um, showed me that I was supposed to heal in that way. Um, my hands got really hot. I knew who needed healing, where they needed healing. I'm waiting for that to kind of come back. I feel like that's like the next thing I'm going to be focusing on. Um, and then, yeah, I just feel too, for both of our audiences, the same thing happens for me. Like I read, people when I'm doing my mediumship with my eyes open, but I'm somewhere else. And I have yeah. to tell people, you know, even though you're sitting in front of me, you will see me gaze off to the side. And it's because like my mind just kind of goes somewhere else. And I love it. I love, this is how come I love the details of what other people experience in this work, because I'm like, yeah, that's how it happens for me too. That's so, so exciting. Yeah. And um, I'm wondering too, and I feel like like when I connect in with spirit and like when I'm working mediumistically and like the essence that I get a feel in my body, like I feel like I receive a bit of a healing every time I get to connect in with that. Do you get to experience that? Like, absolutely. Yeah. The, uh, the vibration is, is pure love. It's a higher vibration. It's incredibly peaceful, empowering and healing. After a session where I've been channeling, I am on a huge high for about two hours afterwards. I love the world. I love everybody. I'm just in that energy and essence of love. And then I go completely exhausted. Uh, I just go into, I, I need to go to bed. I just get very, very tired. And it's that kind of, that purity 
comes in and fills you. And I, yeah, I feel incredible. I mean, every time I do a healing session, I'm tuned in and it's moving through me, the energy that is shifting out of them. I kind of am shifting the energy and, and aligning things. And I always feel better after a session as well. I mean, I learned this when I became a Reiki master teacher back in 2011, that, you know, Reiki comes through you, not from you. And it's coming and it's all healing energy does. But as it's coming through you, it's touching your cellular structure it's touching your energy field and you're benefiting as well and so it's the same when we're giving readings that the energy is coming through us of that connection um yeah it's very beautiful we're very blessed with what we do aren't we uh, I I mean I tell people like not every reading is always a hit out of the park and like you don't always get the feeling but those experiences when everything lines up and the, there's a deep need and and spirits there and I show up as a clear channel like that's why I continue to do this work because that feeling, that connection to the other side is like, it's one of the most profound things that you can experience. And I'm like, even if it only happens to that level, like every once in a while, it's so worth staying on this path just to get to experience that. And that's honestly what keeps me going. And the fun thing is, is as I've transitioned out of doing like hundreds of readings a year to teaching hundreds of classes a year now, I get that sense teaching as well. And so I'm curious when you did your first circle, cause you're doing monthly circles now, right? Where you're channeling Eli. Yeah, first time in 10 years. Yeah. I, my last circle was 2012 and I started again, um, just the, the second of July, I think it was, uh, I said the first Sunday of every month and we had this circle and I was expecting to teach. This is, you know, A, B, C, and D, which is the way I used to do it um and I didn't say anything within the um I didn't I didn't set any expectations of that we're going to teach this this time and this next time but in the past when I teach I would teach a six-week circle to make sure everybody had the basics and then we would just move into ad hoc you know just allowing it to free flow so I wasn't sure what was going to happen with this circle I said you know I don't know there's 32 people um paid to attend the online live zoom meetings so we can see everybody they can talk they can interact and um I said you know we just I'm just going to tune in and just see what they want to do and they just went into a massive energy healing session of alignment about aligning the new vibration. So there was no actual teaching involved. It was the whole session was channeled. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I put people into a gentle meditation to kind of connect with each other and their own power and then expected to move into a teaching thing. Mm -hmm. But they continued. I say they, Eli and Patar came through um, about three quarters of the way through and, and this surge of energy came into the the circle and it was incredibly powerful um and then it was kind of it's done and the hour hour and a quarter had gone it was about an hour there and then I do like to have a chat with people afterwards to how did what did you see what did you feel and with a large group that took about 20 30 minutes to make sure everybody had their say and they had the chance to contribute to the group and then we finished but yeah the whole session was about aligning because we're in this higher vibration now and when we're in a group setting we can increase the energy exponentially and so the power that each person can tap into from the collective and from each other and from the universe is far superior than what we can do on our own and it's I was on a massive high after the circle I thought god I haven't felt that since the last circle in 2012 when we were in person in a room um but yeah incredibly powerful vibration when we're together but you you do that too don't you you do all of the group work as well yes I mean that's why I love doing it is you know and that's why well I want to talk about the affordability of certain things too because your circle is 11 pounds is that right 22. 22. 22. Okay. Thank you. 22 pounds. Um, so I just want to highlight that there's links below because you should go check it out. If you love her YouTube work, you're going to love these circles as the energy that is created when more people gather becomes so profound. Like I would love one day to like sit in a room with like a thousand people doing yeah. like a similar, like, I just want to experience what that feels like which is how come, you know, I think as lightworkers, it's, it is beneficial sometimes to keep your pricing accessible so that you can get to experience what that feels like to be in circle with a bunch of people. Um, th there's nothing like it. I mean, there's nothing that compares to it, even like a one-on-one -on -one reading, even though they're beautiful and there's healing and you get to see and experience things, 
people, when they gather with a similar intention with like open hearts, there's, there's just nothing like it. Yeah. I mean, I say to people, just come with an open heart and an open mind. And that's all you need to do. Mm-hmm. And I I asked one question at the beginning about, uh, I said, give me a score um, from one or zero, I know nothing, to 10, I'm really experienced in terms of your spiritual journey, you know, and so I get a feel for where people are at. And there were several people at the zero and one stage, you know, they're just beginning, they're just starting they don't really know anything I said that's absolutely fine this isn't for the experts who've been around forever it's for everybody because as you're in that group you are learning from each other and you're learning from this higher vibration and the thing is it's not even so much the knowledge that you're absorbing although there is a lot of knowledge it's more about as you are in that energy of the group the group energy the collective knowledge can filter into you and even though you may not be able to activate that because to you you haven't got the knowledge you'll pick up a book or watch a video go I get it I know this and it's like because that it's like a download you get these these downloads so it means that your progression on your spiritual journey would be faster when you're in a circle and I went I was part of a circle for several years before I outgrew it and we do outgrow circles you're you will you know they're saying you know when the pupil is ready the teacher appears we will be drawn to a particular teacher or master I don't like the word master but it is (laughs) that sort of mastery about you know they're the teacher is there to hold the space and facilitate the, the growth. And when they can bring through the channeled information and their own knowledge, because I've been doing this now, I'm nearly, I'll be 60 in September. I've been doing this since I was seven. So professionally for 25 years. And what we want to do is be able to say, this is open to all and it is moving you forward on your path and it's completely safe and you don't need to have loads of knowledge, but you'll find that your vibration has shifted and is higher as you progress through your following week and that more good things start happening to you because you're aligned with a higher vibration and the world starts opening up. So it's it's a beautiful thing. I loved it. So we'll see how many come back to next time. You know, it'll be the first Sunday in August now, the next one. Um, but I tried to the intention with that was that I wanted to get the group as big as I possibly could, because the more that are in there, the higher the vibration and the higher opportunity for people to expand and grow quicker. And so I thought if we can on a Zoom call, the maximum we could do on a meeting is 500. Now on a webinar, you can go to 10,000, but I wanted to keep it a meeting where we've actually got little boxes of people's faces and we can see people. You don't have to be on camera, you can turn your video off, but it's more interactive. And to have up to 500 people all connecting at the same time in the same healing energy and the same vibrational frequency is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. So I thought I'm keeping the price low so I can get lots of people. And our first one, we had 32 and hopefully each month it'll grow and we'll see, you know, where we get to. But it will be what it's meant to be. The people will find it at the right time. When I started the circles I went to, after two years, I moved on to a different circle. I just felt... After a while, I'm not enjoying it now. I don't particularly want to go. I'm not feeling any draw to go. And I asked my higher selves and my my spiritual team, you know, am I done with this? Am I done with circle? And the answer was, you're done with this circle. You've Mm. learned everything you can learn from this circle and you're no longer growing. So it's time to move and find a higher vibrational circle. So we looked and we looked. There was three of us in the group that were all feeling the same thing at the same time. And we couldn't find anything that was more advanced so we decided that um we would just have a circle ourselves and just invite people of higher vibration more advanced to come and um, the only person who had a suitable room was me so I agreed to host it and then you know the five turned up in the end and um, they all looked at me and said what are we doing and I (laughs) thought I just thought I was hosting it I didn't know I was teaching it but this would have been about 2002 or something and I just said okay well I'll just tune in and see what comes through and I went into a big channel space and ran the circle and it went from there and for 10 years I was running circles that were two or three times a week um, for up to 15 people and um, 
eventually around 2012, my team said to me, you know, right, we want to put all that knowledge now in a different way. Um, and it's wonderful that you're reaching maybe 30 people a week. But if we put all that knowledge into a book and we get that book out there, we can reach more. So that's when I stopped the circle and I wrote Angel in My Shoulder. So I felt with that book, which was completely channeled, um, that it was a fiction book and it was a rom-com book because I was trying to thought, reach the masses. You know, this is the kind of pick it up at the airport book, read it on holiday book. But in the story of the rom-com is all this spiritual teaching all the way through it. Um, and, uh, you know, and then I wrote, I wrote that book in three weeks and it's a full novel, you know, behind me there on the, I see on them. The, you know, and it's, um, I wrote three of them over the next sort of two years, um, and then carried on just doing healing and, and hypnosis and everything else, as you know, and then the same thing happened last year. They said, it's time to write the book. And, um, they said to me for some years, there's a book coming another book coming and this isn't going to be a book this is going to be the book that is going to really push people forward and I was like okay what's it called uh, we'll let you know nearer the time and last summer I literally got a message it's time to write the book so I sat down now I must admit in uh, full disclosure the book started not what it is now the book started and it was going to be called Channeling Eli because the information that came through was completely channeled from Eli talking to us. And I was taking the dictation in the third person. And um, we got to the end of part one, which was all about your power and the spirituality and your soul and your soul's journey. And then the second part is all about now resetting and reprogramming and getting into the receiving. And Eli said, right, we're off now. You can do the next bit. <laughs> And I said, OK, that's fine. So, you know, as a therapist and, uh, you know, been doing this for 20 years, I wrote the next two um, two sections, finished the book. And then when I was editing it and I was reading it, I said, it doesn't it feels disjointed. It feels like two separate books, the way that what Eli had put and what I had put um were very different and so I just thought I have to somehow tie this in so I had to have a sit down kind of meeting with Eli and said how shall I play it and they said just change everything now to the first person from it coming to you mm -hmm. um so that it all sort of works through so I did that it took me and my friend Pam um weeks because Eli was talking to us in third person I had to change everything to me saying it um and yeah just change the book completely and it never was going to be called channeling Eli it ended up being called from hoping to having and um what has been absolutely amazing although you know as it's not my book, it's theirs. So it doesn't surprise me really, is the reviews on Amazon, people saying this is the best law of attraction book I've ever read. And fits and somebody else said this fills in all the gaps that the secret left out. Yes. It's like, you know, people have read all these different law of attraction books, and there's bits here and there's bits there, but it didn't fit. There were so many bits missing. And so, you know, when I was writing it, I was filling in the gaps and also. I think a lot of these law of attraction books um, can be quite difficult to understand if you have if you're not really, really into it. And, you know, for people like me and you who have been in the spiritual field for decades, I found it very easy to read. But if I had picked up The Secret or Abraham Hicks books or any of those like as a beginner, and most of it would have gone over my head. So I thought when I'm writing this, it needs to be in a way that people at any level, a complete beginner or somebody who's been around this for most of their life will understand and that it won't be too boring for the experts and it won't be too difficult for the novices, that it will hit. And that's what people are saying. This is the easiest to read, the most easy to understand, fills in all the gaps. And people say now already it's been out for five months. It's already transforming my life. I've I've got a better job. I've got this and I've got that. And I've you know found the love of my life. And I'm like, I love it. You know, somebody said to me the other day, I'd left a review. And I said, oh, thank you very much. And I thought, I haven't looked at the reviews since early May. Um, I've been busy, but I went into Amazon and looked at the reviews and I was crying. I was just, you know, you know, I thought yeah, if, if somebody filmed me like reading these reviews, I'd be just like, really? They said that about my book. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's just lovely. Love that. And I'm proud of you. I mean, you're just so um, 
diverse. Like you do so much. You're so accomplished. And the book is incredible. And me and my daughter love the affirmation booklet too. When I bought the book, I accidentally bought the affirmation one and I had to buy the book, but me and my daughter um, actually flip through it every day and like, we'll pick an affirmation and we'll say it a couple times. And so me and my, my daughter have been really enjoying it too. And congratulations on its success. It's just absolutely phenomenal. And we're very lucky, like at spirit school, like you're coming to teach the book live is that could be your first time teaching it live yes yeah yeah it's going to be the first time teaching this book live I mean as we said I've, I've taught seminars and workshops and circles but this book only came out in February and um you know it's it takes I guess you know looking at the the length of the book it's uh it's a full length book you know maybe six or eight hours and I thought we could put this into a two-day workshop and I can really teach everything in the book and be there in person to answer your questions when you're saying I don't understand this or this doesn't make sense and to actually help you connect with your goals and dreams and then to connect with the resistances and the blocks and to remove them um, and also I'll be channeling Eli during that two days as well so it's kind of how lovely is it to be able to have the actual author of the book explain the book in detail in a workshop setting and be able to do a Q&A and answer any questions. And, you know, depending on how many are, are there to put people in little groups so that we can delve down even deeper, you know, so that the aim of it by the end of the two days is that you are fully clear of your goals and dreams, that all your blocks are gone and you will have received any channeled messages from Eli that want to come through. Um, and at the end of it, yeah, if anybody um, wants to uh, me to sign their book, um, I will be bringing some books with me if you haven't got it. Uh, if you've bought your own already, bring it and I will sign it. So um, and we're going to try and do it. We're going to do a dinner as well, aren't we? Um, yeah, I was, and it was just in it. my head. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I think we're doing a dinner too. Yes, we're going to yeah. try to do a dinner, uh, you, me, and the group. Now, this is a workshop that we're hosting at Spirit School. I'm going to be kind of in the audience, but I think we're also going to be streaming the workshop for people who may not be able to fly out to Squamish or come here. We do have people traveling in already um, to come see you here, but we are... I buying all the equipment so that we can also stream um, large portions of the workshop for people um, to make it more accessible and have more energy kind of come into the space. So yes, and we'll do dinner together. And I'm just so excited to show you Squamish. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I mean, I've never been to Canada. I had my first trip to America a few weeks ago, as you know, went to Florida. Um, and then, yeah, to come to Squamish, uh, I, I'm completely obsessed with the ocean and mountains and nature as a Virgo. And, you know, Squamish is on the ocean, surrounded by mountains, it's incredibly beautiful. And, you know, I've seen the videos of your new spirit school, which is just so incredible that the the detail, the energy, the flow and the environment all around it to be in person teaching there. Um, so for those of you who don't know, Northwest Canada, Squamish, British Columbia, that's what we're going to be 16th and 17th of September. Um, and we're going to, you know, pace it nice and slow, not too fast, not too exhausting. Um, and we're going to, you know, teach a morning and an afternoon and then the second day, a morning and an afternoon. And that evening, if people want to join us for dinner, they can do. Um, but, yeah, we we me and Danielle was discussing how can we access more people who can't get to Canada? Um, and could we film it? Could we? But I had, my first idea was let's film it and then put that out as a, um, a paid workshop on video that people can um, download. And then Daniel came up with one better than that, saying perhaps we could stream it live and people could join us. And even if they can't join for the morning, the afternoon of the, the, the two days that, um, you know, there will be the recording, the replay available so they could have the whole thing and be part of it. And that feels amazing as well. The more people that we can access with this, the better. So that yeah. feels really good. Yeah, me and my, my assistant put together, I bought like a big media trolley um, that I can cart around for this exact thing. And she put it together yesterday. We named it Andy. I'm like, this is Andy. <laughs> 
they're going to be helping us with all the streaming. And so, yeah, I'm really excited for that. And, you know, I'm just, I'm such a fan of your work. And I mean, I've been a fan for a long time of your work. And so it was like me reaching out to you not long ago to say, Hey, do you want to come on my podcast? Hey, can I be on your podcast? Um, and it's just worked out so beautifully. So I'm so excited to host you here and very excited to um, spend some more time with you and share you with some spirit school listeners. And I know um, two people who are coming and I was at their house not long ago and they actually had your book out, <laughs> out on tables. <laughs> I was like, oh, here's Julie Poole's book. So people are definitely getting it, but definitely bring some copies without a doubt. Um, and yeah, thank you for the comments on spirit school. It's been a labor of love. I'm so excited. You'll be the third workshop in here by the time you arrive. And September is a gorgeous time to come here because we get all four seasons and the leaves will be turning red and it'll be just such a colorful landscape and still summery weather too, which is nice. But yeah, I'm pretty proud of what we're building here at Spirit School and your body of work is exactly the type of energy and wisdom I want to bring into the space. So thank you for saying yes, that you would come all this way. <laughs> oh, you're so welcome. I, I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. I mean, for my listeners and watchers, um, Danielle's podcast, uh, Spirit School has been around for quite some time and is very successful. Number one podcast in the spiritual, the spiritualism kind of field. Um, and yeah, Daniel teaches and does all sorts of amazing things. And as a membership of Spirit School, uh, which you can join, I'll make sure the links are down below for that. But then, yeah, this year, no, it was last year when you said, wouldn't it be amazing to have a physical spirit school somewhere, actually a building where people can come for mentorship, for classes, for courses, for workshops. And Daniel has built this incredible um, new school. I mean, she hadn't built it herself. It was a building, but you brought in so many different people. You've designed that and restructured what was basically an empty building into an amazing space, haven't you? Yeah, we didn't even have running water here before I got in here. And um, yeah, I was really proud of it. And my podcast is five years old. And so I initially started my podcast to talk about the details, like the nuances, um, the less glamorous side of spiritually developing, because I think that there's a vision out there that it's like all rainbows and butterflies and your life never goes wrong again. And you're confident <laughs> you're in your power. You work for spirit now, what could go wrong? And so I wanted to start a podcast about like, what really happens on the spiritual evolving path and especially the mediumship development path. And the podcast did really well. Um, not right away. It took about a year or two for it to actually really start to pick up. And the reason is too, because I had so much stage fright back then that I didn't tell anyone I had a podcast. I just like was basically saying whoever finds it will find it. And then people just started sharing it and it started growing, growing, growing. And eventually when I quit my job in 2020, I um, started an online school called Spirit School. And then when I hosted my first retreat, which just happened in April, it sold out really quickly. So I was like, well, maybe there's a demand for in-person now. I mean, the pandemic's over, Spirit School's well-known. I mean, granted over 90% of my clients are in the States, which I find kind of interesting. It just does really well down there. I was like, oh, I wonder if people will come to Canada because I, I made a declaration to spirit actually three years ago. And they keep reminding me of this. It was my first thought when I woke up today, actually was this memory of me saying, cause I don't like traveling. I'm like, you know, I was like, I want to be a teacher that people travel from around the world to come see. And I was very specific about that because I'm like, I don't like flying. So I would rather have people come here. And my first retreat did sell really good. So I started looking for physical space, but Squamish is a very small town. It's a beautiful town, but there's only so many people here. And I couldn't get a realtor to take me seriously when it came to finding a venue and they would mostly ghost me. So thanks to the power of social media and Instagram and just sharing, I'm like, this space is empty. How do I get this space? And it's beautiful. It's on the ocean. It's one of the only three oceanfront um, venues and it was empty. And I had a realtor reach out to me. She was like, you would be my first client, but I can get you in that space. And I tell you, no one works harder for you than a first time realtor. <laughs> so <laughs> she did, she got me the space and everything aligned so well. I reached out to an, you know, first nation. So I reached out to an indigenous capital corporation who backed the funding of the project. And 
Um, I found two female BIPOC contractors and designers. So we were an all female BIPOC team that built out Spirit School, which I'm really, really proud of. And the direction I gave them was really exciting because everyone right now wants that white monochrome look where it's like white on white on white. And I was like, black, purple, gold. I'm like, you need to think about Hogwarts and elevate it. It's like elevated Hogwarts. And I tell you, I must have been sleeping because when I came back from my retreat, they had it pretty much all put together. And I literally started crying because I didn't realize that they're going to put lights everywhere um, on dimmers. So like when you're here at night, it's just so magical versus when you're here in the daytime, when you have like the exposed windows and the ocean, the mountains, like it's just an absolute dream being here. And I'm so proud of it. And I'm so proud to bring people here. And yeah, it's been a journey and it's been a struggle too. I mean, it wasn't all rainbows and butterflies. It took a lot of time and effort and sleepless nights and going over budget. <laughs> it's It's been a journey, but I am so proud of it. And I'm so excited to see what we can create in this space. And now for me, it's about getting to know the local um public now, like here in Squamish, because I always did readings here from 2013 to 2020, but with the pandemic going online, um, it has mostly been international people who have consumed my body of work. So it's kind of interesting. It's like, I'm starting over in some ways. And then in other ways, it's like an expansion. So yeah, it's been a challenge. It's been, it's been fun though. And I'm really happy being here. I'm happy. Wow, well, it's, I, I can't wait to go. I mean, like you, I set the intention about three years ago too, um, where I said to Spirit, I want to travel. I've never really traveled. So the opposite to you of I don't want to travel, I was, but in terms of setting the intention and setting the goal, um, I was a mum from 17 and my last um, child left home when I was 56. So I never really had the opportunity to explore the world or do things that I might, I want to do it now while I'm still young enough and I've got my health. I want to see something of the world and I want somebody else to pay for it. Thank you very much. And that's what I said to spirit. So I set the intention because um, 80% of my watches are American and Canadian. So I said, I want to be over there. I want to do the four corners of America. So I sort of set Seattle in the northwest and California in the southwest and New Yorkish for the the um, the northeast and uh, Florida for the southeast. And this is going to be my first thing. When you said to me, do you want to come to Squamish? Um, I literally was like, Yay, it's beginning. It's starting um, that I want to I want to teach uh, a workshop and that that. I get to travel, my expenses are paid, and I get to help people. It's a win-win-win situation to, to, in several directions. So when I looked at where Squamish was, it's two hours north of Seattle. I'm like, that's the first corner ticked then, because anybody from Seattle could drive up to that without any problem at all. And then more recently, I've started now setting up just a one-day event in the other three corners next year and the year after. So um, I'm working with um, my friend Pamela Roadnight, who is an angel medium, and she is American. She lives in Vermont. And she's because she's on the same time zone, she can make calls. She's going to get me a venue. Uh, we're looking at Florida for March next year and uh, Vermont for October next year and then California the year after. So her job is to go find me a venue and then find me a hotel to stay in and um, I'll arrange the flights and set up the uh, the one day workshop, which is going to be different from what I'm doing with you. This this workshop at Squamish is a two day intensive from hoping to having workshop. Whereas those one day, the half day actually is going to be a morning and an afternoon session, which is just a channeling Eli to give um, messages and information from Eli. It's very different. Um, mm -hmm. So this is my first time teaching properly and teaching this, this uh, law of attraction stuff, which I'm really excited to do because so many people could be living such a more empowered, happier life if they just knew how. It's like the roadmap, you know, we, we're living this life um, without the rule book. And we don't, you know, I remember learning Monopoly, which is one of my favorite board games when I was about seven. And I, I, I was only just reading at that point. And my dad explained all the rules so that I could play the game. And within a little while, I'd mastered it. And I was beating my brother and my sister and I became the Monopoly queen. But somebody had to explain the rules to me so that I could play the game well and win. And it's just like that with this game of life. 
there is a rule book. And if you understand the rule book, you can live an amazing life. It's those that don't understand the rule book that keep hitting struggle after struggle and after struggle. And then why me, why me? And the more we then go into the why me mode, the more we hit struggle and struggle. And then we can't see a way out. So this is showing you the way out and it's giving you the roadmap, the rule book. And this is how to live a good life. And the first day of the rest of your life starts today. When you understand the rules, then you can change the world to work for you, with you and live the most um, incredible existence. Mm, I love that. I don't know if I want to follow that up. I think that this is a good place to kind of wrap this up because I feel that so much in my heart and the world of spirit has been really inspiring me in the past couple of months to learn more about the spiritual laws, like the divine laws. And so this is all very timely and the book is incredible. Your work is incredible. So excited to host you here in Canada. And we actually have a board game here in Squamish called Squamishopoly. So we actually have a Squamish version of Monopoly. So I'm definitely going to be picking you up a piece. And I actually have have a book written by um white feather oh, if you get wow. it is okay. that is that it sorry can you say it did i say that right white feather uh white eagle white it's, eagle it's, thank you yeah. sorry i was like i know i said that wrong but i actually have a little book written by teachings yeah. from white eagle isn't that wild so i'm, I'm just yeah. like thinking of the yeah. gifts i'm yeah. going to have ready for you when you get yeah. here <laughs> yeah i used to have several books once i knew we was i saw several books around but um yeah, apparently there's there's the the White Eagle Lodge Foundation. I mean, it's huge, oh. but um, yeah. Um, and he's always said, he said to me at the time, you will go to Canada. I've had many past lives as Indigenous people. And he said to me, there is, he showed me several tribal lives where I so totally connected with the land. And um, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens because they have said to me that my psychic gifts um, are going to go up a notch and then some after September. And they told me that a year ago. And I thought, oh, what's happening in September? It's my 60th birthday. But other than that, what's happening in September? So, of course, now what's happening is I'm coming to Squamish. And this is First Nation territory. This is beautiful landscape and a spiritual weekend. So, wow, I think everybody is going to have an incredible experience here. And I can't wait. Thank you so much for having me. Mm, of course. Thank you, Julie Poole. Thank you, Julie Poole's listeners for tuning in and the Spirit School listeners for tuning in and supporting Julie. We're going to have links to our YouTube channels and our websites and all the things that we were talking about today. If you want to go check it out, um, don't be afraid to leave a review and a rating wherever you're listening to this. That really does help. As Julie mentioned earlier, when she reads reviews, it really does. I don't know. It, it brings life and it, it makes us feel like we're making a difference in what we're doing. Yeah. So we really what do appreciate it. It's actually helping people. It motivates us to motivate you. <laughs> exactly. So thank you very much, Julie, for coming on the Spirit School podcast. And thank you, Danielle, for coming on the From Hoping to Having podcast. And to your listeners, thank you so much. And I look forward to meeting some of you at Spirit School in September and seeing others of you at a different time. Have a wonderful day with love and blessings from both of us. Take care. Bye-bye. Did you know that Spirit School is not just a podcast? It's an actual school. If you go to myspiritschool.com, you can invest in self-study courses, live programs, and of course, the Spirit School Collective, my baby, my monthly membership community. All Spirit School offerings are intended to get you feeling clear, confident, and connected to your spiritual path, your development journey, and of course, connected to other spiritual curious souls who are having similar experiences to you. I hope to see you in Spirit School.